We are the lab doctors. I'm Amanda. I'm Dorothy. And I'm Zhao Yong. We are biomedical researchers who realise we still have a lot to learn about science. So why not join us on this quest? Welcome back to the Lab Doctors Podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about acupuncture. Uh-huh. First of all, how do you spell acupuncture? A-C-U-P-U-N-C-T-U-R-E Oh my god! Acupuncture. Is it No, but it's one. Oh my god, I was like, are we wrong? We were so confident. But she did say that we were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just that like, I've been searching wrongly. Okay. So acupuncture is an ancient Chinese medicine-based approach to treating a variety of conditions. Uh-huh. And they do it by like poking <laughs> your body <laughs> with needles. And supposedly, as Paul Kempisti, a licensed acupuncturist, has defined, it's a minimally invasive method to stimulate nerve-rich areas of the skin surface in order to influence tissue glands, organs, and various functions of the body. Okay, (laughs) so each acupuncture point or each acupuncture needle produces a tiny injury at the insertion site. And even though it's very, very minor kind of sensation, right? It's enough to cause not much discomfort, but it's enough signal to let the body know that it needs to respond to this small prick. So this response will involve the simulation of the immune system, promoting circulation to the area, wound healing and pain modulation. Okay, and so have have y'all gone for acupuncture before? No. (laughs) Huh, really? Yes. Because I've been like quite a few times. For what though? For back pain. Yeah, same. Mine is also back pain. Yeah, actually it depends like on which TCM doctor you go. Like there's mm. some that will just do like the pushing the chiropractor yeah, yeah. and there's like some that just use needles. Yeah. Does it hurt? Depends. It's minor pain. Depends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll go into a bit of the feeling later. So how acupuncture works is that the needles, which are usually stainless steel and have to be sterile, mm. they are usually flexible and they range from 10 to 100 mm. So that's 10 mm is like 1 cm. Yeah. When you lose it. 100. 10 cm. Like the ruler. 100 mm is 10 cm. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> So anyway, longer needles will be used to penetrate areas with thicker tissue. Okay. So generally the head, the neck use thin, short needles. And most sessions involve a placement of about 5 to 20 needles at the acupuncture points. Okay. So the practitioner will insert the needle, right? And then they'll leave it there for like 10, 20 minutes when you're like in a relaxed position. Yes. I don't know. I just feel like they'll like push it in. Like one finger, tap it, it, yeah, Yeah. in. For me, I characterize the feeling as a sour feeling. Like it's very sore and then it radiates from that point and it feels like acid is burning. Mm. Yeah. Okay, radiate is the correct word. Okay. So the needle should be like tugging the skin a bit. Okay. You should feel a little bit numb yes. at the point. And there's this thing called malradiculopathy. So this means that if there's an injury and damage to a nerve root in the area, that feeling will leave the spine as in it's radiating. Okay. Yeah. And this radiating feeling is known as di chi. So let's go into sort of like the basic theory of acupuncture. So what is chi? Life energy. (laughs) Yes. So I was like trying to find out what is chi and apparently it's not really well defined. Like people call it an invisible life-giving force. It just sounds so... (laughs) And then the TCM, they believe that chi needs to flow well throughout the body. Then you will feel good not only physically but also mentally. So in TCM, they also care about like the way you act, the way you think kind of thing. It's not really just physical symptoms. Oh, Mm. Okay, mm. yeah. So, That's why it's like, don't be sad. 
yeah, like if you're sad or even like if you always give in to people. I don't know. So it actually like has a mental, psychological aspect to I, it. I guess so. I'm not sure how much of it is influenced by like religion or mm-hmm. culture, but there is a little bit of that aspect as well. Huh. So then if the chi is blocked or deficient, then one will become unwell. So unwell here doesn't mean just physically sick. Like. It also means like other aspects of your life. Uh-huh. So the idea is that there's no isolated symptoms and you need to balance the chi to restore the interconnectedness of the body and hence its wellness. Yeah, I as well. <laughs> Sounds like my soul. <laughs> Okay, the next thing is yin yang. Yin yang. Yin yang. Yin yang. Okay, yin yang. Thinking about it's like in the Mulan, you know, the, the cartoon one. What's the boyfriend? Mm-hmm. The Shang. Shang. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, balance. Yeah. <laughs> And acupuncture will supposedly help to balance the yin-yang and the qi. And these can be aided by other TCM practices like moxibustion that would help to warm and move the qi. They can also use hand pressure known as acupressure to help do like additional acupuncture. And I don't know if like, have you all tried pressing your own acupuncture points? Yeah. I don't know if it works, but like there's such thing. Like, I mean, if you're not a licensed practitioner, yeah. I learned that there's one here above the wrist, like three fingers above your wrist line uh-huh. to like, I think it's three fingers to like prevent you from feeling nauseous. Oh. Like if you are on a seasick boat. Right. I think both of us can. Like I bought a seasick band before. Mm-hmm. that you can wear and then there's like a bead that help you press your point. Uh-huh. Supposedly, it should help you when you go on like a boat. Yeah. Anyway, so that's acupoint. And like personally, I've also experienced the one with electricity, which I always cannot comprehend how it looks like on my back. Like okay. after inserting oh, needle, then yeah. they will connect. Uh, a, bit like, a bit like ECG. I don't know. They kept the needle yeah, yeah, yeah. with the metal thingies yes. and then like they will send a pulse through it. And yeah. where the needles are, I feel like it's twitching a bit every time the electricity comes through. Okay. It's quite short actually. Like very, very comfortable. <laughs> And I feel like, yes, it's more effective. <laughs> okay, so the classic theory of acupuncture recognizes about 365 points. On the body, all over the body. Yes. Okay. And they are located on 14 main channels known as meridians. Right. So these meridians, right, connect the body together and it's not detectable by scientific methods. Mm. because meridians are defined as the path through which chi flows. So they are not really anatomical structures which you can detect with Mr. Manson. But I guess that's the point. Lah. It's like now these people are trying to understand if acupuncture really works. Yes. However, in practice, only about 150 points are commonly used by the acupuncturist. And regarding the question on like, so if you have chronic back pain or you have back pain, do they only poke the back is not necessarily yeah. mm-hmm. so like the needles can be in my arm mine was like also at the back of my knee supposedly everything is connected in Chinese medicine so okay so that's the theory part about acupuncture let's go into so does acupuncture work I feel <laughs> like it does like okay so this is my theory okay basically all TCM it works Mm. But you don't know what or why it works. Like, so if you drink like those herbs and everything, there are active ingredients yeah. in the herbs and it does have an effect on your body physiologically. So it does work. So like for acupuncture, like putting those, like hitting those pressure points, unblock your chi or basically improve circulation in my head. Mm. It works. It just maybe doesn't have to be that way. I don't know. I mean, I've been pressing the thing about nausea and like, I don't know, I just burped two times. <laughs> feels better. So, I don't know. Is it placebo? Okay, so 500 randomized control trials oh, wow. were done. 500 trials? Okay, but this paper, to be fair, it was like in 2022. Uh-huh. So, 
I don't know whether nowadays there's like more that have been done. Wait, 2022? <laughs> Quite recent. Hey, sorry, 2002. <laughs> oh my god, I was like, there's more in like... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this paper is a bit old. It's like in 2002. Yep. It was a review paper and they covered like 500 randomized controlled trials, which I'm going to refer to as RCTs. And they evaluated whether acupuncture works. Of which these trials, right, there were more than half that included a placebo. Okay. So they just poke random needles. So that is something I'll cover later. Results is obviously... It works. Inconclusive. Inconclusive. <laughs> Inconclusive. <laughs> so basically, most of the RCT shows that acupuncture is either effective or contradictory. That means some show effect, some don't show effect. Oh. Yeah. I thought like some show worse. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's more of whether they have effect or whether they have no effect. Yes, okay. Compared to the placebo group. Okay. Four of the randomized control trials showed positive results for acupuncture. And these are in the field of vomiting and dental pain. So like example, if you have TMJ, like chronic jaw pain, okay. then it helps. Whereas RCT showed that acupuncture is largely useless for drug or smoking addictions. Okay. As well as tinnitus, which means hearing sounds from inside your body. Yeah, the yeah. like uh, ringing, ringing sound yeah. in your ears. So the problem with a lot of these RCTs is that it's difficult to get a proper placebo. Like what do you poke, right? Like let's say you poke somewhere else and you damage some other organ, you know. And it's also difficult to get the placebo in terms of getting a matching control, like something that would hit that spot but then not give you the effect that it's supposed to give. Right. Something that's not a needle, like what are you going to use, that kind mm. of thing. So it's a bit hard. And also when they compare the different like trials right the field of acupuncture itself is very diverse like if you go to the TCM for the same condition they might use different like range of acupuncture yes. points yeah. to treat you so it's very different from western medicine where like sometimes the treatment is kind of defined yeah. quite clearly there's this range of medicines you're going to try so can western science still back up acupuncture over the years many countries including the western countries have also picked up acupuncture mm. probably because they are also acknowledging its effectiveness while still trying to understand how it fully works mm. but as scientists we feel like there's a need for some sort of explanation yep. and so for those who are biomedically trained acupuncturists they have focused on using acupuncture points that are backed up by western understanding of the nervous system myofascial trigger points or recent scientific discoveries about the likely mechanism of acupuncture so they might mm. not use those that yeah are not like well Very studied However, in certain fields, it's quite evident that acupuncture can help. So like we mentioned, dental pain and nausea, right? Mm. It's understood that for pain relief, it can stimulate analgesia by stimulating the muscles and smaller diameter nerves. So the nerves would then, like when you poke the nerves, then they would send messages to the spinal cord and activate the spinal cord, the brainstem, your hypothalamic neurons, and then these would trigger endogenous opioid mechanisms. Uh to cause pain relief and they can even measure like the plasma or corticospinal fluid levels for endogenous opioids or like stress related hormones like Mm -hmm. it's kind of giving an equivalent reaction to like giving aspirin or indomethacin And lastly, also, there have been functional MRIs being done to observe whether there's a quantifiable effect of acupuncture. Because a lot of times, acupuncture is very qualitative. Like, they'll ask you, oh, have you felt anything better? Mm. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. For example, right, one of the MRIs done is that when they used an acupuncture point related to vision, they found that it activated the occipital lobe region, mm-hmm. which is the same area activated by stimulation of the eye when you get direct light. Mm. Yeah. So, this point, in fact, was located on the 
food. Mm. And when they poked other areas near the food, so this is where I don't know what kind of placebo they're doing, but yeah. maybe it's safe. So when they poke other areas of the food, they did not see the same kind of activation. Okay. And then MRI also showed that the electroacupuncture helped to increase concentrations of substances such as like substance P in the red brain. <laughs> Wait, they acupunctured the red and then shocked it with... And then they looked at the MRI. Okay. And that's all. So do y'all think we should then use acupuncture? Should I say my opinion first? Sure. Okay, my opinion is for certain conditions, yes. Mm. I'm biased to certain diseases. So honestly, like, I wouldn't think of going to TCM for like asthma. Will you think of that? I feel like chronic conditions yeah. make sense to me. But infectious diseases, yeah, that, that one doesn't really make sense to me. As in you will go to a TCM for chronic diseases? Yeah, chronic diseases. Like asthma? Yes, I think oh, so. Oh, okay. I wouldn't though. I guess because maybe like we grew mm. up with Western medicine, right? Uh-huh. So I would think like if Western medicine can back it up already and hopefully the therapy works, like, I don't know, then yeah. I would continue to use the Western medicine. But if Western medicine is not able to give me a good therapy or they cannot explain what's happening to me, uh-huh then I would go to TCM. Right. Yeah, or like back pains, I would just go TCM. Right. I mean, like based on what you mentioned and also kind of based on, I guess, my limited knowledge on TCM, it feels like a very holistic approach, which to me sounds like a good approach for like chronic conditions because oh. you don't know. I mean, how if you Western medicine does things, it's like very segmented sometimes. Mm. Like, I mean, they're trying to move towards a more, sorry, we are trying to move towards a more like holistic approach. So it's like, if there is issues with the GI system, gastrointestinal system, then it's like, maybe actually it's just not the gastric check. Also, there's like other things. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and so they are moving towards that, but it's still very segmented and very like, everyone is a specialist in their own field. But I don't really know if another organ can trigger this. Maybe I know a bit, but then, then I will need to send you to another specialist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then like, no one really looks at like the interaction between the different systems or the interaction between the different organs or whatever. And so it's like, if TCM is more about a holistic approach, I feel like, yeah, that makes sense. But then, then if it's like something for more acute conditions, like infectious diseases where you need antibiotics, yeah. I feel like, yeah, obviously Western uh, medicine is, is yeah. better. La. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's my take. I think that makes sense. I'm convinced by the, like, the pressure points and then the release of, like, endogenous opioids. So, actually, I'm very convinced by the pain part of it. Like, mm. yeah, you can use it for most kinds of pain, I guess. Which is the thing I wanted to ask also, I like um so is it actually just relieving pain and not solving the root of the problem yeah you know i think so that's what i'm afraid of and i want to try because Mm -hmm. i always get headaches but like so far most medications don't work okay so i want to try acupuncture Mm -hmm. which is why i was a bit reading but from what i heard is that it's only pain relief it doesn't Mm -hmm. solve the root of the problem Mm -hmm. sometimes all you need is pain relief i guess i mean like quality of life right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like a more natural way. I mean, like, I don't like the word natural because what is synthetic here anyway? <laughs> How is poking a needle into you natural? Like, as in, if it's about activating your body's function to reduce pain, I feel like your body is smart in the sense that it can self-regulate. So mm. if it's overcompensating, it would immediately be able to like switch it. Whereas yeah. if it's like a drug where I'm introducing something external. Yes, yes. You can't control like how much your body reacts yeah. to it, I guess. Uh, yeah. and you can't control like how much 
Yeah. The negative feedback and everything. Correct, correct, correct. Whereas, because you are just like hitting it with something. Whereas like, I guess your internal checks and balances, it will be like, okay, maybe this is too much already and then it will stop. Like, mm. So it's more automated in that sense. Mm. Yeah. Assuming you're like fine. Yeah. And, but all of this is just conjecture because I don't know how someone who function in TCM has like gone for TCM course or something or you know he's a licensed practitioner also I'll just like to add one more point is that from the studies right they find that there are very few adverse effects associated with acupuncture so therefore to me it's like there's either going to be no effect or there's going to be effect so might as well just if I got money you've nothing to lose yeah 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 nice nice summary right so yeah yeah usually only if the acupuncturist is not well trained then you get serious adverse effects and serious adverse effects I'm talking about needle break Oh. <laughs> organ puncture, transmission of infectious diseases, oh or God. even death. What? <laughs> death? Death? Yeah, can you imagine? I, I don't know what death would, like why there would be death, but like I'm thinking if the needle It's like a death acupoint. You just stab into the death acupoint. <laughs> Your heart, I guess. <laughs> so far, all the TCM I go is quite okay. So I will try it if I got time and money. And as usual, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify. A like and a comment will really help us out. You can also follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and feel free to DM us any questions. Alternatively, you can email us at thelabdoctors at gmail.com. We'll post the links in the episode description so you can check them out if you're interested. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.